Hi, I'm Casey. And I'm Regine. And our podcast is called Blending, Blending Together. Together. We aim to have open, thoughtful, and humorous conversations about interracial millennial relationships, politics, food, dogs, and the adventures of life. Sometimes we even interview interesting people. We hope that you enjoy listening. Blending Together, Episode 7, Astrology, and is it really accurate or is it just a bunch of malarkey? Part 1. Welcome back, guys. Sorry for the delay. You should have heard us a second ago. We were doing weird things with our voice to we get were, them ready. We were warming up our vocal cords because this yeah. is going to be... Uh, this is like our swan song a little bit since we've since we've delayed this making this for so long. Yeah, so we've been in the process of buying a house. Actually, yeah, um, we should hopefully be done and closing beginning of January if everything goes well. Ooh! But it's looking pretty awesome. It's a sweet house, you know. Yeah, we we won't go into too many details. We'll probably do another like podcast on it on like our experience and you know kind of the things we. We struggled with, but... Um, house party when it's all done. Heck yeah. And no one has COVID, obviously. When yeah. it's done too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like next October or something. Maskless party. Woo. Spitting in cups. I'm so excited. I can't wait I'm going to lick everybody's to COVID cup. again. It's going to be great. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so we kind of touched on this, I think, a little bit in our last podcast about kind of like our horoscopes. And so we thought it'd be kind of a fun... Um, little podcast for us to do to kind of just go over our our horoscopes a little bit, our our astrology signs, and you know, yeah, Regine has been more into horoscopes than I have in my life. That's just kind of like a like a girl thing yeah, for sure. It's it's called astrology, baby. What did I say? Horoscopes. It's like the same thing. No, no, no. Horoscopes are like your daily and your monthly, like kind of. But it's based preference. on your astrology. Yes, right? yes. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm right. I've been into astrology. I don't check my horoscope daily. I'm not like, I don't do all that. Yeah, and I've kind of been in the corner of like it's just, it's all just kind of made up. And it's definitely it's not made all up. made to be like to work for everybody. Veto that. We're going to find out in this episode, which is why we're having it. Yeah. Episode of Conflict. <laughs> so I actually have this book. It's called The Only Astrology Book You'll Ever Need. It's massive and it has so much information in it. It's by, um, it's by Joanna Martine Woolfolk. Yes. Uh, I got it in flag at some point. I just saw it and I was like, I need this book. And then I obsessed over it for like a month, just like making birth charts and stuff like that. Yeah. Crystal magic. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, that is the book we are using to kind of go over uh, some of this stuff. Yeah. You want to you wanna start us off? I'll start us off. Their sun sign? Yeah. Your sun sign? What is a sun sign? So sun sign is basically just like the sign that everyone acknowledges when it comes to astrology. Um. So we have, you know, like the typical, I'm a Taurus, you're a Sagittarius, you know, there's Cancer, Libra, uh, Aries, Pisces. Um, oh my gosh, I'm probably missing so many. Leo, Libra, Gemini. Cancer. I said all those. Gemini. Yeah. You know, this the sign that you acknowledge as your sign, pretty much. Um, and I feel like I live up to my Taurus sign. But why? What What is your sun sign? Like, what What are your straight your traits? So, 
for Taurus, it's pretty much just like, um, I have like tenacity, relentless drive. Uh, I have endless patience and, you know, the actions that I do are very purposeful. Um, I don't like to rush into anything new, which is completely accurate. I think for me, mm-hmm. like during the process of us buying a home, you're like, let's give this one. And I'm just like, no, yeah, I'm not ready. Of all the many stresses, that was probably the first stress. Yeah. Just like agreeing to actually put want it on to first. Get a house. Yeah. Um, and, but like, that's kind of, it's weird because I moved every three years up until like high school. So it's like, how do I not adapt to change? But I think. Knowing that it was coming, like, helped make me more adaptable to that. That makes sense. You didn't have a choice as a kid. Yeah. You have a choice now. Exactly. You want it to be perfect. <laughs> um, I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. but oh, I, I'd love to. Yeah. I, I feel like I do have a temper, but I rarely show it. But, like, everybody knows that that, that is, like, accurate. That I have probably a pretty gross temper if I get mad. What do you think? I don't know. Like, it's it's been a long time since you've really been mad. I guess occasionally. Yeah. I guess occasionally. But I, I feel like, again, that applies to everybody. Everyone has a temper every once in a while. I mean, I, okay, yeah. <laughs> I just, I feel like I haven't, like, unleashed my temper on you because I haven't needed to. She's got me whipped, guys. It's it's great. <laughs> I don't get yelled at anymore. <laughs> But no, really, like, I feel like um, I have had, like, pretty explosive type of, like, confrontations in the past. That's like when you're younger. No, I don't think so. I I can, like, like on a dime, just yeah. go from zero to 100. But I'm saying it was a lot worse when you were younger, you know? Have, everyone has less, less self-control when they're younger. Especially if there's, like, alcohol involved or something like that. Makes make people even worse. I mean, there was there was sometimes yes, but there was sometimes no, where alcohol was not involved, and I still just yeah, well, saw I wasn't red. Around, I wasn't around for that, so that's cool. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that, I mean, that's what I mean. Like you haven't brought that out in me, yeah. luckily. So, but I I know that it's there. Yeah, honestly. Um, <laughs> now I'm afraid. Cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I guess another part of being a Taurus is um. You know, to juxtapose me having a terrible temper is that I'm, you know, caring and giving and affectionate and I have a fondness for all things beautiful, which you can totally attest to. It's very true. Yeah. <clears throat> you are very emotionally in tune with a lot of just like the world and you're just like, wow, that's so great. Mm-hmm. You, you feel a lot of compassion and beauty for mm-hmm. things. I see a lot. Like I, I see all the little parts of the world that make the world beautiful. Yeah. You have a big heart. I appreciate it for the most part. Um, apparently, as a Taurus, my taste is extremely or supremely elegant. Yeah, that's what the book says. Yeah. I would say you got some pretty bougie taste for sure. Uh, oh, Kate Spade. <clears throat> you, know. you guys should know how much her heels cost for her master's degree graduation. <laughs> Let's not talk about that tax return that was, check. <laughs> that was all as much as I put as a down payment on my car. Oh my gosh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> It probably was, but yes, it was. <laughs> I I do have, you know, a taste for stuff like that. And what do you think about living with me? Because apparently the book says living with me is not always easy. No, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like I've never been like, God, I got to get out of the house, obviously. 
because I don't leave the house much. Mm-hmm. Well, not anymore because of COVID and stuff, but I've never been. You've never had to like run away from me? No. It's also because I'm just pretty easygoing in general, mm-hmm. for the most part. Which I think is kind of what your sign says a little bit. Yeah. But no, pretty all right to live with, for sure. Okay, good. Um, this one I think definitely applies to me, is that I'm really shy with strangers. Um, but I love to be a hostess, which mm-hmm. is so accurate. Um, yeah, we both like to host parties mm-hmm. or get-togethers. Yeah, but when it comes to like meeting new people, I'm like, uh I'm going to just, you know, clam up. And then, like, mm-hmm. it takes me, like, months to actually get to, like, open up and, like, talk to people and, you yeah. know, be my authentic self, I think, yeah. with them. And I know that's probably something that a lot of people experience as well because it's just, like, a human trait. But Yes and no. You know, there's people that are naturally <laughs> extroverted and they love to just meet people no mm-hmm. matter what. Yeah. And then there are some people who hate the idea of anyone ever coming over to their house for anything. I would hate to host something. Yeah, that's very true. I think for you, it's, um, you enjoy the thrill of, um, treating someone and making them feel happy Mm -hmm. through like, and comfortable food or like some kind of like get together or something like that. So that's probably why you're, you enjoy being a hostess. It's very true. I do. I really do. And leading to the next point, I enjoy good food good wine and good surroundings, which is, again, I mean, that's, yeah, if you don't like good wine, like, how do you even know us as people? Um, The book also says that I need order in my life, and um, that is true to an extent. Um, I mean, looking at the astrology book with the, like, with the sticky notes all in it. 30 different colored sticky notes organizing (laughs) the book i think you need order in your life for sure i i have some type a tendencies <laughs> i like to have everything organized and put in specific places um she likes order it i yeah. like to be able to close my eyes look into a drawer and be like yep that's exactly what i was intending to pull out <laughs> i've seen inside your bed <laughs> it's, it's a, a mess, mess <laughs> but she's lying this whole time <laughs> no but i mean i do kind of like know generally and when it comes to like you and helping you look for things, like I can tell you, oh babe, it's in that cabinet on the right hand side on the bottom. That's very true. You found a lot of obscure things just off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I'm supposed to be serene or have a serene influence, and I'm sensitive and sensitive yet easily wounded, which again I think is pretty much everybody. But as like a bull, Taurus, mm-hmm. I feel like it. I it hurts a little bit. That I don't show. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. I can say something dumb that I think is just, like, funny or that I think is, like, not hurtful at all. Yeah. And I can, like, sense your mood change. And it's like, oh, what did I do? What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much me. So I feel like it's pretty accurate. Yeah? In my daily life. You don't think it's a, just an overview that could apply to everyone? No. Because I know people at work who, like, that doesn't really oh, apply to them. that stuff? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, I uphold my Torian, Teresian, <laughs> Teresian, Teresian that aspects. Sounds, cool. sounds like yeah. an alien race. <laughs> All right. What does mine say? You are so, Sag. I'm a Sagittarius. Yes. I was born December 12th. I'm going to be 30 in 10 days. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently Lady Luck is my companion. 
who always seems to be at the right place at the right time. I would agree, but not disagree, not agree. Because, mm-hmm. like, I've been very lucky in my life to, like, meet a great partner and, like, you know, moving along professionally and, like, personally and stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I have terrible luck when gambling. Like, I never win anything. That is so true. I've never won once when gambling with you. I only won once in my whole life, and that was on my 21st birthday. Well, hello, 30. Like, let's go get some lottery tickets. Uh, I, I think so. birthday maybe might be just your, like, your shining star. Yeah, maybe. No, <laughs> that's true. I, I get it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should definitely get some lottery tickets. So Yeah. What is that? Um, it says, in work, friendships, and career, money, doors seem to open when you need them to. Um, in a way, I kind of feel that's true as well because, like, I li- I really like my job now. Mm-hmm. And I was offered it when I was in the middle of a job that I absolutely hated. Mm-hmm. And I just dreaded even just waking up. I dreaded going to sleep on Sundays. Yeah. Like, I just hated it. So, with the, with where you work now, I forget. Did you apply to that and they just, like, called you months later? Or, like, how did they find you? No. My, uh, my former manager called me and just said that they were going to create this, like, job for me, working from home like I do now. Um, just, like, taking care of administrative duties and, like, other parts of, um, you know, my job. Mm-hmm. So they pretty much created it based off of, like, what I was good at before. No, I- not the one you're in now, but, like, how did you get into Excellent in general? Oh, I worked at FedEx office in um, New Orleans. Yeah. And I hated it, and so I just looked on Indeed. Oh, okay, okay. So you did apply for it. It wasn't just something that, like... Yeah. Like, you... Yeah, in the past. You weren't, like, seeked out. I left that, and then I was contacted again for a position with them again. Yeah. That was created just for me. So I feel, in a way, that's definitely a door opening when I needed it to. Mm -hmm. Plus, like, we've just been doing pretty good, you know, financially, and we have really great friends and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm doing pretty good there. Yeah. But that could apply to a lot of people. You never know. (laughs) Don't be so pessimist. I know, right? (laughs) Uh, you are too interested in what will happen tomorrow to worry about what will happen today. That's very true. I'm always stressing about the future, what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. And I'm like very rarely living in the moment. Mm-hmm. Even like if I'm having a good time in the moment, sometimes my mind will just be elsewhere and I have to like snap myself back out of it and just be here. Yeah. I see that very, very frequently in you. Yeah. But I'm definitely trying to be more present because that brings more happiness. Um, independence is your guiding principle. You are progressive and restless in spirit. So I definitely don't enjoy being told what to do. Oof. Um, don't ever <laughs> tell him what to do. <laughs> um, I always thought the idea of joining the military would be great until I realized I just hate being told what to do. Mm-hmm. So definitely enjoy independence in a, in a way. Like, obviously I don't want to be alone Mm -hmm. you know but i definitely enjoy making my own decisions for myself yeah i'm a big boy (laughs) yeah um says i thrive on new ideas and constant change of scene (laughs) um i don't know maybe um let's let's take a little tea a little time out there on our honeymoon in california i'm pretty sure you spent like a good hour trying to convince me to move to Europe for a year. Yeah. That completely applies to that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess in terms of my ideals, like what I would like to do. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. But when it comes to actual practice, like, especially with COVID, I just stay in the house all the time. Yeah. So 
No, yeah. but like I think in your in my heart, I would love us to go live in Europe for a year. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's all like you're always changing those ideas too. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I bring out some of those things in you because I'm like, hey, let's go get a school bus. I'm like, renovate a school bus, and you're like, yeah, knowing full well that like two days later I'm gonna be like. <laughs> no i can't live in a school bus yeah but like you're always just that so one. like adaptable to like doing new and you yeah. know traveling and stuff like that true. i always want to try new things yeah that's true uh it says sagittarius symbolizes the search of wisdom this is the sign of the philosopher and the explorer um i would agree with that mm-hmm. i love reading different f- like philosophical texts mm-hmm. and like religions and things like that watching documentaries it's always like been my thing yeah so I would definitely agree with that. Um, like even just in conversations with like friends, like I'm way more philosophical than most people. Like I'll just try to like strike up some kind of conversation about it, and mm-hmm. they just kind of like, yeah. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> cycle back to our last podcast where you were getting super like about the capitalist structure. Something I don't even slaves. I don't even remember. But yeah. you were just like, but why? <laughs> but why? <laughs> Uh, it's been so long since that podcast, I don't even remember. I know. We should go back and listen. <laughs> uh, this is a shy away from emotion, rarely showing feelings. You tell me that's something that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it says, I have one eye on the exit door in romantic relationships. That's false. <laughs> that is, uh, I mean, only you would actually know if that's exactly. false. Well, I'm telling you, it's false. Okay. <laughs> um, in terms of friendship, always happy to see the... Always happy to be the best friend. Always trying to help. I said it's very true. I'm always trying to mm-hmm. like please my friends, mm-hmm. and I think it's just because in the back of my mind, I feel like they're all just going to disappear one day, and I no. just I just want to like be as invaluable to them as possible. <laughs> you of, have to which, keep me. Yeah, <laughs> it's just uh, yeah, you know, I want to just be the best friend possible, so they're always yeah. just like that. Casey guy's cool. Let me hang out with them. Yeah, like, build a friendship. But I always feel like you're always, like, willing to help them, too, like, at any cost. And, you know, like, you've helped people move. And you're always there to, like, lend an ear and, you know, yeah, kind I, of give advice, yeah. like, very openly and freely. And I might complain about it sometimes, but I am always happy I, to help. <laughs> I very, very rarely see you actually complain about it. Like, you might not want to leave the house, but then as soon as you do, you're like, I had a great time. Yeah. You know. That's true. That's everybody. That's millennials for mm-hmm. you. <laughs> uh says i'm not possessive or jealous and i would agree that's true now when i was younger i was but i think that's a young person trait mm-hmm. um says i have a wide range of interest lack of staying power and ability to focus i think that's totally true let's talk about i, that. I sometimes wonder that i have adhd or not <laughs> i really wouldn't be surprised uh-huh. but yeah yeah it's hard for me to focus on one thing, for sure. I could have I have like five things going on at once mm-hmm. all the time. And I think it even said that. Like mm-hmm. you can do like six things at one time. Yeah. And you're always like I think that's something that we've had to adapt to mm-hmm. in our relationship. It's just me being like, You don't need another hobby. Like yeah. you haven't even finished the one hobby yeah. before you're going to the next that's one. True. But you're always like, No, this is so interesting. To Check be this fair, out. I can't do any of my hobbies right now. No, but, I know. Yeah. I understand. But like I definitely I have like five things going on and then I just don't do any of them because I feel overwhelmed by them. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Bibi, no, you just need to focus. So focus I just on one. Sit and I watch TikToks and just melt away. <laughs> um says I have frankness, which I'm not sure I do. I don't want to hurt people's feelings. 
it says thick skinned, easily hurt. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. I think it it means like you show that you have thick skin, but deep down, like yeah, like your outward expression is that mm. you have thick skin, but inwardly you are easily hurt. Yeah. Uh, it says again, re- just to reiterate the last point, it says I have grand aspirations and zero follow through. <laughs> That's really oh, mean. Oh gosh, they. I mean, they repeated it, so it must be true. It must be true. It's true. <clears throat> yeah, it's true. I mean, I mean, I have two degrees, so I have some follow through. <laughs> yeah, no, you, I mean, you definitely have some, but um, we got you know some fishing poles and some bowling balls and some. Yeah, and I can go on about why I can't do those things. You can go fishing. They haven't stocked the ponds yet. And just go throw some lines in the water. Just, why would I fish for nothing? For money. Maybe for there's, money? Maybe there's like a show, cool show treasure. Me, show me where to fish for nothing for money. Maybe there's like a cool like treasure chest at the bottom of oh, the lake somewhere. Maybe, maybe. Oh, I need thicker line for that, so I got to go buy some more stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> It says, uh, I'm not high strung, but I get irritable when I'm bored. Very true. I go crazy when I just sit inside. Mm-hmm. And then the very end of it says, someone special always sees me through. And that's you. That's me? That's you. Well, I guess that's true. Yeah, definitely. But there's even more to astrology when we come back. So, the next part of astrology are these things called houses. (laughs) Houses are essentially the position in which stars and constellations were aligned. When you were born, the stars aligned. Oh, my goodness. The way you read that was so, like... Condescending? Yeah, a little bit like... Because I am being condescending. You're so rude. Some people really believe in this. I believe in this. You know, I can't really poke fun in it because, like, you know, if you're religious, it's... You know, along the same. Exactly. It's whatever makes you happy. Yeah. But houses are supposed to govern yourself and how you interact with society as a whole. Mm -hmm. Real cool. Yeah. All right. They represent um, specific functions of your life. Oh. Yeah. And there's there's 12 of them. Yeah. Should we do like a little overview and kind of like where we fit or are we going to do like a... I will explain what each house is supposed to cover and then we'll talk about which... Uh, stars planet stars planets Pl- which planet yeah <laughs> i mean position which stars and constellations were aligned so yeah. but yeah but which planet corresponds to each house mm-hmm. and kind of what that means and how we see that fits with us yeah but like the first house covers all of your firsts your first impressions your first or your leadership your fresh starts and beginnings <laughs> Home and family mean a great deal to us, and we also remember our childhood with nostalgia, which I feel like what 90 kid doesn't, you know? Yeah, the the few things I remember from my childhood were all, like, really great. Like, Dunkaroos? Come I, on now. I don't know what Dunkaroos are. <gasps> 
I saw they came out again. We'll have to find you some. Are they like donuts? No, they're they're little shortbread cookies that had funfetti icing. Oh, cool. Sheltered. Can't. Furbies. <laughs> they have Furbies and Pokemon on the Game Boy. Yeah. Star Fox 64. <laughs> <laughs> um, the moon being in the first house um, also... Uh, kind of points to us wanting to be appreciated and admired, and we'd also like to be famous, which, I mean, again, doesn't anybody, but I feel like... No. I feel like I dream about it, about being famous. Just want the money. Yeah, it's probably because I'm a Taurus, <laughs> and I like expensive things. <laughs> <'Cause> I'm a Taurus. <laughs> um, some good points about the moon being in the first house is that we're receptive and romantic and curious. Um, bad points is that we're overly sensitive, moody, and a tendency to dissipate energies what yeah i think i think that's pretty accurate i think for the both whole thing us. is pretty accurate for sure yeah yeah we also we could like bring each other down if we're like feeling sad mm-hmm. about one thing or another even mm-hmm. if it's not like caused by the other person yeah like we I feed think it might be that. like just like a link of like being together yeah but i know there's also some people who just are just like whatever you do you <laughs> yeah that's very true like i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and try to figure out what's wrong with you yeah. You know, you just do whatever. But, like, if you're in a bad mood, I'm in a bad mood. So romantic. Aww. Uh, so mushy. Toxic. No, <laughs> um, but the house, too. House, two. it says it covers all immediate material and physical environmental factors, such as taste, smell, touch, sights. This also rules money and self-esteem. Mm, this is my house. Money. <laughs> Welcome to my house. Okay. Um, so you have the sun, which is the planet of vitality and individuality in uh, your second house, which basically just means um, or proposes that you need security and you tend to attract money, but it comes into and out of your life quickly. Mm-hmm. You like to spend it on luxuries, and many of your possessions increase in value over time. Oh, your Pokemon cards! That's, that's exactly what I was thinking, <laughs> guys. I'm pretty sure I have a Charizard that's worth at least ten thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! And I know that I have some other Pokemon that are worth <laughs> it, so at, at least five to eight hundred dollars per card. <laughs> Like holographic Gyarados, holographic Machamp. Nobody knows who you're talking about. Oh, plenty of people do. I have some great cards. Okay. (laughs) You sound so nerdy, but I love it. (laughs) Um, You often gain through influential people. Uh, Some good points about this is you're generous, great reserves of strength, you're persistent, creative, and financial affairs. Um, You build our budgets all the time. So I'd say that's really accurate. Yeah. Bad points is you're possessive, greedy, ostentatious, and money and possessions become a status symbol. I'm going to veto that on you. Yeah. You're you're not like that. I don't care about spending a lot of money on fancy things. I mean, other than like I have like an Apple laptop, that's fancy, but like I drive a Hyundai. Yeah. (laughs) It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I think I'm more like fancy driven, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, For me... Pluto is in my second house, if I am reading Is it also mine, too? Let's see. House number two. House two, Pluto. Yeah, so Pluto is in both of our houses. I got Um, two planets. I mean, you have a ton and three, which we'll get to in a second. But Mm -hmm. um, So what that means for both of us, Pluto is the planet of transformation, it means that we are adventurous about money and not afraid of taking risk. I'm going to say 
false mm-hmm. for me. I'm, yeah. I need to think out. Risks. I need to think out, like, if we're making big purchases, I need to, like, weigh mm-hmm. all the pros and cons of it. Um, you like to diversify. And during your lifetime, there may be several changes in your source of income. You tend to become obsessed with possessions and finances. Good points is that we have unique fiscal talent. We're resourceful and ability to win high return on our efforts. Bad points is that we uh, that we're squanderers, we're selfish, and we have a tendency to be unscrupulous. Unscrupulous. Unscrupulous is that the word? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that I. Uh, Definitely become obsessed over possessions and finances. Yeah, do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I tend to, like, kind of keep it in, but, like, money is always on my mind. Of, like, how much we have, how much is going out. Um, Like, even though right now, because I know our finances are, like, where they are, I don't really think about yeah. the spending that I am doing. <laughs> Houses are really expensive, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like for the most part, I'm like, oh man, I shouldn't have bought that $20 shirt because like we might need that $20 later. Yeah. You know, and I think about returning it and then. Yeah, for sure. Like I want the finer things, but then I feel guilty when I buy it. Yeah. But at the same time, we'll just go to Target and drop like $50 on nothing. I mean, we won't even think about it. I definitely drop $50 on nothing. And on essentials, really. I know. You're like, I saw it. That's why I brought it up. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't nothing. You needed shampoo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that pretty much applies to us. Yeah, I would for say sure. so. Um, house three. So, so you know, there's twelve houses, so you can take a nap if you get bored. <laughs> house three is a house that covers talking, thinking, gadgets, and devices. The third house also covers siblings, neighborhoods, local travel, libraries, schools, teachers, and community fairs. Affairs. Um, so in here, it says the third house is the house of communication. So I think you pretty much kind of covered that. Um, and I feel like all of your planets are in house three. So you have Mercury, which is the planet of the mind. Um, you have an alert, uh, manager and are versatile in handling both people and projects you're practical and efficient at coping with details. People are drawn to your wit and humor and your eloquence in expressing yourself. Good points are you're curious, logical, intelligent, and sociable. Bad points are you're nervous, worrier, indecisive, and apt to quarrel with relatives. Oh, that's like so accurate. Yeah, that's pretty spot In on. every single way. Yeah. I don't think you fight with your family, though. I mean, I don't really like my grandma. <laughs> Babe, <laughs> can't say stuff like that. And she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Nor does my crazy Trump supporting uncle, so it's oh, fine. Goodness. Yeah, okay. But, I take I, that but back. I, but I love everybody else in my family, including yeah. like your family, which is now my family. That's very true. But you don't really they are definitely some crazy people. Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like I am, I try to be pretty logical, almost mm-hmm. to a fault, almost to like not putting emotion into like my thought processes. So. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Um, all right. So you also have Venus, which is the planet of love and pleasure. These are all mine. Yeah. These are all yours. You don't have to read all of them. Well, let's just go through a couple. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're artistic and you have an innate sense of taste and design, uh, a win attention for your ideas in a way that people find charming. Your social life may involve taking a number of trips, 
Love may come about because of travel or through correspondence. Good points are your cheerful, creative, eloquent in both speech and writing. Bad points are mentally lazy, superficial, and too swayed by emotion. I'm not superficial. No. I'm not often swayed by emotion. You're eloquent in writing. I can write some pretty things. All my letters. Yeah, yeah. I write lovely love letters. We're so mushy. Even five years later. <laughs> I love it. Um, let's see. So you also have Saturn, which points to um, you have a practical and rather serious mind. You want to learn things so you can put them to use. You have good powers of observation and prefer to deal in facts rather than theories. You sometimes procrastinate because you wait to make the right decision. You may encounter difficulties or obstacles in getting an education. Good points are your contemplative, persevering, and conscientious. Bad points are you're prone to pessimism, estrangement from relatives. Again, back to the crazy relatives. Yeah. I am very pessimistic. Yes. I see the worst in everything and everyone. Yeah. You see the... I don't really know why. It's not like I had a bad childhood. It was great. I just, Mm -hmm. for some reason, always see the negatives. Yeah. But that's, like, where we balance each other out because I am the complete opposite. Mm. Like, for you, I feel like you have to have trust earned, and I give trust, and people, like, lose it with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know which one's better. It's just a mixture. it's just... You know, it's just your preference the in life. Of ex- opposite extremes. I think we, but we like complement it with each other in a way that like I can be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't trust that guy at the at the dealership trying to sell me some brand new tires or whatever, you know? Yeah. But like me, I'm like, no, babe, like that lady in the store is like not out to get you right now. <laughs> like, you know, or what? I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Like, it's probably a bad example. I know but. what you're saying. Yeah. Um, let's see one more Neptune. Um, your mind is impressionable and imaginative and you may have psychic feelings about other people. You have a deep need to learn about life and are attracted to oculate studies. You like to daydream and fantasize good points. You're idealistic, intuitive, art- and artistic. Bad points are you're discontented, uh, may undervalue your capabilities and confusing dealing with relatives. Apparently, you are just not the family man. <laughs> not the family man. I always on the door. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like a you're just like an artistic free bird. Yeah. This is like all this has said is that you're artistic, pretty I much, guess so. and that you like have conflict with your family. <laughs> Sad, <laughs> but I don't see it because you don't. You definitely don't have it with my family. Yeah, and I obviously love my mom and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have psychic feelings about people unless I'm understanding what that means. You know, I think it just means you're intuitive. Like you know when someone's like trying to screw you over, or I can feel emotions pretty well. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm the psychic of the relationship. Wow, it's true. It's so true. Remember that time when we were driving and I was like, I'm pretty sure this is where Kobe died. And you're like, I don't know. And then I looked it up and we like oh, yeah. literally had just literally, passed it. Literally was where Kobe died. Yeah. That was pretty weird. Rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah. Um, um, do you have anything in your third house? I do not have anything in the third house. How is that possible? Apparently I'm a terrible you're communicator. Broken. <laughs> you're broken. I mean, there's some that, you know, we don't have. Tauruses don't need to communicate. They just break things. We just plow through life yep, baby yep go wild <laughs> um 
House four is the house that rules the foundation of all things. Mm-hmm. This includes your home, privacy, your basic security, your parents, particularly your mother, children, your own mothering abilities, nurturing, and TLC. Well, I guess it's a good thing that I have two in this and you don't have any. Oh. So, you know. I'm broken now. Yeah. Okay. What are yours? Um, So I have uh, Uranus and Neptune. Is it Uranus? Uranus. It's Uranus. Uranus. It's Uranus. Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> it's your butt. <laughs> We're such school children. <laughs> um, so I have Uranus. <laughs> you sure do. I can't. At least half of it. Oh my gosh, I can't do it without laughing. Um, wow. Okay, so it says you are not a domesticated creature and you need a certain amount of independence. You have a different childhood from your friends or your parents may have had um, unusual careers. Your life may take a sudden turn and your latter and your latter years will be spent in an environment you cannot yet envision. Good points is I'll be successful at entertaining groups in your home. Bad points is you can be a disruptive influence in family relations. Okay. I'm going to veto that last part. I feel like I'm yeah. not a disruptive influence in my family. Um I did have a different childhood from everybody I know. Mm-hmm. You got to travel around the world. It did. Um, the sudden turn in my latter years thing is a little bit scary, but... I guess you just find out later on. Maybe it's just a sudden turn of career. Maybe. You, to, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I also have Neptune, which is the planet of spirituality and illusion. Um, it says here you probably have an idealized picture of what home life should be. And are vaguely dissatisfied with what it really is. <laughs> okay. Really, <laughs> really. I'm just so upset. Um, there may be family skeletons hidden somewhere. Your latter years, latter years will likely be spent in a faraway place. Good points is you are or may become an imagine, imaginative and stimulating parent. Bad points is I have a tendency for confusion and misunderstandings in family affairs. I don't have that. Hmm, Back to that again. I don't think my family has any skeletons that I know of. No, your family is really pure and nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to say that doesn't really, you know, at this point in my life, this doesn't apply. Proving that they all don't apply to everyone. Exactly. All right. Look at that. House five. This house governs self-expression, drama, creativity, color, attention, romance, Mm. fun, and play. Mm. <laughs> um so apparently you are just terrible at all of that stuff because you don't have anything wow i'm extremely broken i'm romantic and fun <laughs> um so this is i have saturn in house five and um it says here because you are disciplined and take life seriously you often don't allow yourself to relax and have fun you have a strong feelings or you have strong feelings about those you love but you also need their respect. You may be stern with children. Your periods of unhappiness have taught you a lesson in life. Good points are I'm conscious of duty and responsibility to loved ones. Bad points is I is the fear of giving out too much of yourself in love. And I feel like that's pretty true. Like I feel like when we first started dating, I was like a little bit into yeah, a little bit into my own little shell. I didn't really talk. Mm -hmm. No, I talked, but not effectively. You know, um, yeah. but I've definitely come out of that. Took you, it took a long time to get you out of your shell. Yeah, but we did it. Um, I do take life seriously. Yeah, 
I don't know how you're going to be. It says you're going to be like a disciplinarian. Is that what it means for kids? And maybe stern with children. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely say no. not so with the dogs. Yeah. So we'll see with, with the kids. <laughs> with the dogs, I'm like, yeah, chew up the whole the whole couch. I don't care. We'll just buy another one. <laughs> you're a puppy. You're allowed to. <laughs> nah. And I'm just losing my mind. <laughs> um, so nothing for me there. You only have one planet in your fifth house. Mm-hmm. Sixth house is the house like, of cards. Is this house? What can I read? This house is the domain of health and service. It rules schedules, organization, routines, fitness, diet, exercise, natural and healthy living, helpfulness, and being of service to others. So, um, mm, neither of us have any planets in the sixth house. So apparently we're going to... I mean, we definitely don't exercise and we are not the most healthy. <laughs> uh, totally fitting. But you do schedule and organize a lot of things. I do. We're really OCD about being on time. And we try to be of service to others. Yeah, we, we help, try. We help our neighbor downstairs who has like uh, medical conditions. We do, yeah. So I mean, with the, it somewhat applies, but we don't have any we like have specific any specific planets. Uh, Moving on to house number seven of 12. This house sector of relationships and people. I think I did that (laughs) wrong. (laughs) This house. (laughs) This is the house of relationships and other people. It governs all partnerships, both business and personal, and relationship-associated matters like contracts, marriage, and business deals. I love how it lumped marriage in there as, as like, yeah, like in with contracts. I mean, technically, it is just like a legal contract. It's just like way too easy to get into. It's very true. Yeah. It really is. Let's go get married. Okay. Sign your name here. Yeah. Now you're married. Now you own half of their things <laughs> and can bankrupt them. That's so scary. <laughs> um. So you don't have any planets in the seventh house. Like I said. Most of yours were in house three, like the house of communication. Yeah, of just trying to like live life and escape. Yeah. And go. <laughs> um, so mine is uh, Mercury is in my seventh house. Is it in retrograde? It is not in retrograde right now. That. It's not. I need to like study up on that, but it's it's true. If you guys don't know what Mercury <laughs> being in retrograde means, look it up. It is so accurate. Like imagine Everything happening at once. Murphy's Law. Okay. Um, Weird. I have to look that up now. So, I mean, it's true. Like, shit hits the fan. Okay. Excuse my French. Um, it says here, you seek intellectual compatibility in marriage and partnerships. You will probably marry someone lively and talkative. Verbal. Give and take characterizes your intimate relationships. Business partnerships in law, literary, literary or communication worlds are beneficial Good points are that you are sociable, adaptable to all kinds of people. Bad points is you stress in, stress in relationships because of quarrels and arguments. Truth. The whole thing is very true, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. I think whenever we like even squabble a little bit, I'm like, I'm like a wet chihuahua in a quarter. Like, just love me still. <laughs> please, please love me. Um, <laughs> so sweet. Um, 
But you are lively and you're extremely talkative. Yeah, sometimes about just nonsense, you, things that don't even matter. Yeah, you like talk through all the TV shows sometimes, mm-hmm. and I, it's hard to like yeah. listen to both. But I try really hard. You're the only person I do that with. Um, good, good, sweetie. That's it. Oh, okay, that's cool. it for seven. House number eight, eighth house, is a <laughs> mysterious sector that rules birth, death, mm. sex, transformation, mysteries, merged energies, and bonding at the deepest level. Oh no. <laughs> The eighth, the eighth house also rules other people's property and money, like mm. real estate, inheritances, inheritances. Why can't I say that? Inheritances? Inheritances. Uh-huh. <laughs> Investments, etc. Um, okay, so we each have one. I have the sun, which means that uh, it says here you are philosophical and have deep insights. You strive for self-improvement. You may benefit from inheritance or from money through a marriage partner. There is the possibility of, <laughs> there is the possibility of achieving fame near the end of your life or after death. Well, that's sad. Good points is you take pride in responsibilities. Bad points is you may suffer uh, the early loss of father or husband. Okay. Wow, that's horrifying. So let's just let's you just get a divorce. I don't <laughs> let's just preference this. Um, I grew up without a father, so I'm going to say that my early loss okay. was my father. That works. Um, knock on all kinds of wood that you yeah. are not going to die at a young age. Yeah. Um, yours is Mars, and it wait, says. Wait. Do you agree with any of the stuff in yours? Um. Yeah, I always strive for self improvement. I think I like I post a lot of things on Instagram and like Facebook of like. I'm so glad I get to live the next day to, like, be a better person than I was the day before. Mm. And I always strive to at least, like, in my own mind, make myself feel like I'm better than the day I was mm. or than the day before. Um, that's but that's, like, an, an ever-revolving thing for me. Cheesy, inspirational stuff everyone yeah, hates. Yeah, but it's true. I feel inspired. I live my life by it. That's awesome. Um. I don't think I'm going to benefit from an inheritance. Not for me. Of any kind. I've, <laughs> I've searched all over for money. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay. Yours is Mars, like I said. It says here, you are passionate about life and have a strong sex drive. Mm-hmm. You are attracted to the oculate, also to medicine and the healing arts. There may be conflicts in your family over wills or legacies. Good points are you are a powerful and brilliant researcher. Bad points is you need to protect yourself against financial loss because of an extravagant partner. <laughs> <laughs> this is a telling house. Oh my gosh, am I going to bankrupt? I'm the bankrupter. I'm going to die and you're going to bankrupt me. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're going to die because I bankrupt you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Now, I agree with this this thing for mm-hmm. sure. Let me let me read it here. I'm not, I don't want to say I'm a a brilliant researcher like in school i definitely like just scraped by with all my citing of my sources the minimum but i still got good grades yeah yeah i think if you had something you were really passionate about Mm -hmm. you would definitely i think research in terms of like philosophy and religion Mm -hmm. is something that i'm good at so that makes sense in that way i agree i agree Uh, all right ninth house number nine ninth house covers the higher mind expansion 
international long distance travel, foreign、mm. languages, inspiration, optimism, publishing, broadcasting, university, and higher education, luck, risk, adventure, gambling, religion, philosophy, morals, and、wow. ethics. This is a thick house.、Yeah. Thick. Thick. Am I thick yet? Dummy thick. <laughs> Um, so, you don't have anything in the ninth house. <laughs> Sad. I feel like you're just one dimensional. Yeah. Sad. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. It's、um, simple. I, however, have Venus in the ninth house. It says here you have warmth and understanding for people from different backgrounds. You are open to new ideas and experiences. Chances are good that you will receive some kind of honor in your life. You may possibly be married abroad or marry a foreigner. Good points is I have high ideals. Bad points is you long for the unobtainable. Okay. All except for the, you know, marrying abroad and foreigner part. I'm not abroad. You're, <laughs> you're not abroad. <laughs> so silly.、Um, I'm not American. Goodness. But I, I mean, it's true. I do really appreciate people from different backgrounds. I think that's like another blessing that I got growing up. Yeah. Sometimes、um, you do long for the unattainable things too. I do. I have a very、um, high outlook、mm-hmm. on life, and I, I want like all the crazy stuff that I probably will never get. I mean, it's good because it pushes you.、Mm-hmm. That's、yeah. very true. House number 10, 10. is.、Um, How's it career? It governs structures, corporations, tradition, public image, fame, honors, achievements. Awards, boundaries, rules, discipline, authority, fathers, and fatherhood. The cusp or border of the 10th house is also called the midheaven and it clues astrologers into your career path.、Mm, okay. Cool. So, do we have things in this? You, we do. Yeah. yeah. I have Mars and you have Jupiter. Wow. So, Mars says you have an energy and in, intuitive in career matters and you will likely dominate other people. You are ambitious and competitive, and you strive for independence or to get rid of interference. Your self reliance and executive ability should bring status within your occupation. Good points is you deal with practical problems rather than vague theories. Bad points is possibly or possibility of frustration due to unrealized goals. I'm going to say that's very true.、Mm-hmm. I. Do not fix problems based on what if this happens? What if I didn't? What if I forget to put this in? Like, no, let's, let's have you be that dumb and not do it. And then we'll fix it from there rather than. Interesting. I, I'm not like one of those like what if problem fixers.、Gotcha. I'm a problem fixer because something broke. Interesting. In、yeah. the system. It's the opposite of me. I'm definitely a what ifer.、Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, I am competitive and ambitious. To an extent,、mm-hmm. I've gotten a little lazy lately.、Mm-hmm. It's fine.、Uh, and I do strive for independence in my own job. I've always kind of mentioned to you that I wanted to start my own company or start a charity and, you know,、mm-hmm. do things for myself instead of、mm-hmm. adhering to the man. Yeah. No more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like it.、Um, yours is Jupiter. It says your desire to achieve in life will likely have good results in your career. You are confident, sociable, able to deal successfully with people. Jupiter in this house often confers public honor or esteem. Good points are you have the ability to win favor of influentials.、Um, bad points is you have a tendency toward an arrogant, devil may care attitude. Hmm. What does that mean?、Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, 
What do you think? I mean, I guess it remains to be seen. It was really just more of like, I will be successful Mm -hmm. in my career. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, I'm doing all right right now, but I'm not nearly nearly where I would like to be. Yeah. So I guess we'll just have to see. Hope that the book is right. Yeah. I think it also kind of points to like, you're going to be, you're going to have good results in the career that you're passionate about too. You know? Cool. I mean, that's at least how I would see it. Like Mm -hmm. in something that I feel like maybe it's, it's like, oh, should I go after that? Should I do that? Like, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, that's going to say, like, go I could be successful. Go after what I want to go after? Yeah. Whoa, man. Whoa, super existential. Cool, man. <laughs> what about house number 11? The 11th house rules teams, friendships, groups, society, technology, video, and electronic media, networking, social justice, rebellion, mm. and humanitarian causes. It also rules originality, eccentricity, sudden events, surprises, innovation, astronomy, science fiction, and all things futuristic. Wow. I love how as we were going down, like, the house kind of descriptions got bigger and bigger. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) I think, yeah. I think in the beginning I was typing, like, a synopsis of it. Oh, gotcha. And by the end I was just copying and pasting what the website was telling me. Oh. (laughs) Well, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, so you don't have any planets in the 11th house. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. But I, however, have Jupiter. See, I like this because, like, I feel so multifaceted because of this. Anyway. <laughs> um, so fancy. It says here that uh, you're popular with others and your associations bring you luck and happiness. You have high ideals and will likely gain your objectives. You know how to deal successfully with prominent and important people and will benefit from their influence. Good points are um, cooperative and generous with friends. Bad points are that uh, you rely on undependable or parasitical, paras- parasitistical, paratistical, paratisticals. <laughs> like parasitic, parasite friends. Yeah, parasitical friends. Parasitical friends. Um, I don't think I've ever had a parasitical friend. Yeah. I mean, I might have. That would be a mean thing to say. You know, that's why I probably have. Mm -hmm. Um, but see like how yours in the last one said, you know, you're going to be, your career results are going to be successful. Mm -hmm. Like this says here that I have high ideals and will like, or where did it go? Uh, I don't know where it went. It says you have high ideals and will likely gain your objectives. So for me, it's like something that I would strive for, something that I really, really want. Mm-hmm. Like I could get it and achieve it. Yeah. yeah. Type of thing. Heck yes, you can. I know so, it. Girl power. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Who and run, I can deal with successfully prominent people. I met George Bush once. I shook his hand. That's pretty cool. W. I'll say, hi, my name is Regine. He's like, What? Don't worry about sure, it. Sure, it's nice to meet you, Reginald. You're not going to remember. <laughs> sure just does. one lonely I'm American. Sure <laughs> um, I guess there's only one more house, House 12. Yes. We don't have anything in it. But we'll but give you a description. You it, it says this house covers the final stages of a project, tying up loose ends, completions, <laughs> the afterlife, old age, and surrender. It's associated with separation from society, institutions, hospitals, jails, hidden agendas, and secret enemies. And wow. it rules the imagination, creativity, arts, film, dance, poetry, journals, and the subconscious mind. Wow. So, so I guess it's kind of yeah. accurate. We don't have anything in there. Yeah, nothing there. Um, 
So I guess this kind of wraps up part one. We basically just kind of went over the houses, what they mean, kind of how they apply to us. There's other parts of um, astrology that kind of also play into your life um, through your birth chart, which I guess we can explain next time because we didn't really touch on that. Yeah, we're only halfway through this giant book. We're on page 227. Yeah. And so I guess for the next one, we'll kind of talk about like each planet or each... Yeah, each planet being in each astrology sign and kind of what that plays on, which I feel like for me is way more accurate than the houses. Yeah, for sure. So Sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll put the other episode up faster than a month. <laughs> yeah. And keep your fingers crossed that we get our house, even though it's more likely than not. But yeah, we're It's, it's we're pretty really much excited. a done deal, but you never know. Again. You never know what can happen. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Blending Together. If you enjoyed our podcast, be sure to leave us a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast app. Music in the podcast is titled Corn Dogs in Santa Monica by the Great North Sound Society. It is listed as copyright-free music. Thanks again.